Well, good morning, my friend. It is Friday morning. Here we are, the end of another week, and here and just about ready to go into the weekend. Looking forward to a great day this coming Sunday. Had a good day out yesterday, going soul winning with one of my assistant pastors. Ran into a lady, um, kind of interesting. She's she's um, Romanian and Filipina, and um, and I had we have a, we have we have people in our church, same same background, and just. Just to connect how God brings it together, those divine appointments, they're all wide open, ready for the gospel, and just moving here, no connection in this area yet, only been here for not real long, and it was exciting to get to meet her and get to meet her husband tomorrow, I'm out soul winning and hoping to be able to help him out a little bit, get him into church and let the family get you know, get grounded in the word of God, and boy, how you got to go out, find somebody and get them to church this Sunday, would you? And work hard. And um, God always blesses that. And um, I hope you've had a wonderful week um, as we come and end out the week. Um, of course, Maranatha Baptist Church anniversary um, Sunday is coming up. A week from this Sunday, our 60th anniversary. We've got others coming in who uh, who have maybe other members, old members, um, maybe from um, from out of town or whatever. And we're looking forward to having them with us on that Sunday. And I'm going to have a great time then, but this Sunday is here, and so let's do what we can as we go out and try to help some people and reach some people for Jesus Christ. Well, today, I want to talk to you about why God afflicts. In Ruth 121, it says, Ruth, um, Naomi's talking, and she says, I went out full, and the Lord hath brought me home again empty. Why call me ye, or why call ye me Naomi? Seeing the Lord hath testified against me, and here it is, and the Almighty hath afflicted me. Naomi made a statement that we often overlook as to the importance of why she came back to God. She said, the Almighty hath afflicted me. She understood that the only reason, I want you to get this now, the only reason she came back to God was because God afflicted her. Without affliction, she would probably stayed in Moab and backslidden and lost everything, her children and her, even herself, her own soul. Not that she'd lose her salvation, but who she was. And she had never received God's blessings by being the one that guided Ruth, who eventually was placed in the lineage of Christ. Understand Naomi. I'm often tell people Naomi was not this great spiritual lady. Um, it wasn't until finally God had to bring her back. God afflicted her and brought her back. That's when finally, when she got back to where she was supposed to be, that she guided Ruth, and Ruth became um, was placed in the lineage of Christ. Now, to be afflicted means to be troubled, burdened, distressed, or to cause suffering. There are many who will say that the Lord will not afflict us, but that's not true. God does afflict us, but his reasoning for afflicting us always has a positive effect if you let the affliction do the work for why he sent it. You see, when I when, when you study the scriptures, there's several reasons why God afflicts his people. First, God afflicts his children to get them to come back to him. God's affliction on Naomi's life causes her to come back home. When affliction comes in your life, you need to look at where you have strayed and say, okay, where, where do I need to come back to God? Anytime affliction comes, First thing you say, okay, have I strayed from God? God desires that you serve him, and he will afflict you to get you to come back to him if he must. Now, 
This affliction that God has to administer is not done in hatred, but it's done in love because he knows that serving him is where the true joy is found, where his blessings are found. So don't let God have to afflict you to cause you to come back to him. But when affliction does come, always take a spiritual inventory and, and find any area of life that maybe you strayed just a little bit. I'm not saying God's completely into it, but you strayed a little bit. Come back to God. Let the affliction bring you back to God. Second, God afflicts his children to get them to trust him. Naomi had a trusting issue. That was that she followed money over trusting God to provide for her needs. Now, God not only wants you to trust him, but he commands you to trust him. God brings affliction on our lives to bring us to the end of ourselves so that we are forced to trust him. You see, this forced trust, it's not bad because God always leads, God, 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 because God allows, uh, it allows God to lead us. That trusting God, that affliction forces us to trust him. Now God can lead us and his leading will never lead us to the wrong place. So why would that be bad? Why would it be God for God to afflict us? Third, God afflicts his children to make them stronger. Follow me? You cannot become stronger without affliction. The weightlifter adds weight to build strength. And God adds weight or affliction to your life to build your spiritual strength. Affliction is not a bad thing if it causes you to become a stronger Christian. Now, once you bear the weight of affliction, follow me very carefully, once you bear that weight, you're stronger for bearing that weight. Therefore, you are ready and able to do more for God. If affliction is for the sake of strengthening you, okay, then that's a good thing. Why? Because that means God has God's planned something greater for you in your life to do. Now, God can't do that until he afflicts you to make you stronger. So affliction's not a bad thing if it makes me stronger so I can do more for God. Fourth, God afflicts his children to bring them blessings. On the other side of affliction is God's blessings. I want you to follow me here. If you quit before you get to the other side, that you will, you're then going to have to dwell in the land of affliction. So God's blessings always come after uh, the hard times. God's affliction is a minister. Is, he administers affliction because he wants to bless us. He, he knows where he's going to lead us. He's going to lead us in his will. And in his will are blessings. So God afflicts us to get us right on his path. He afflicts us to give us that strength. And he gives us that strength so we can do more for him. So he can bless us. Now, fifth, God afflicts his children to make them a better tool to help others. Whatever affliction you endure, I want you to listen carefully to this. It's a tool in your life to be a help to someone else. You could, have help, you, you could not have helped some people without the affliction that you're going through. Now, don't waste God's affliction in your life. Use it as a tool to help others, and you'll see that God's affliction was not only for his good, but for your good as well. Let me illustrate in this point. Um, my assistant pastor, um, pa um, um, Brother Sandy Harjo, um, lost his son, Concha, um, at six years of age. He, he drowned in a pool, and, and of course, he and, his, and Brother Sandy and his wife, Delma, um, their, their hearts were broken. But they didn't let that affliction cause them to get better. They didn't dwell in the affliction. It made them stronger individuals to where God has been able to bless them because they can help others. They're a tool now to help others. 
I was out soul winning one day with Brother Harjo and I and lady. She started weeping and I said, "What's what's the matter, ma'am?" And she said, "My I lost my son a year ago." And she goes, "I my heart's broken. I just can't get over." It. Well, Brother Harjo was right there, and I said, "Ma'am, I said probably nobody better that can talk to you that can understand what you're going through than my assistant pastor right here, Brother Sandy Harjo." And I said, "Brother Harjo, I said, would you tell her about your situation?" He told her his story. And he began to tell her, so ma'am, you're probably right here, and you probably believe that you're, right now you're feeling this. And he was walking her through the steps that he had already gone through because of his affliction. That lady, tears running down her face, she goes, that's exactly how I feel. And he said, ma'am, the only way you're going to get through this, you've got to get saved. And that, that evening, Brother Harjo was able, able to lead that lady to Christ. You see, that affliction allowed him to be a tool to help somebody. Now, we all have an affliction. Now, maybe the affliction that God's sending your way is to get you back on the right path. Maybe you've strayed. Maybe you backslidden, then come back. Maybe God's affliction is to make you a stronger person, okay? Then let the affliction, the strength, strengthen you and let, it, let God guide you to his blessings. But use that, whatever the affliction is in your life, as a tool so that you can help others. God will lead others your way. If you take your affliction and say, I want to make this a tool. I want to let this affliction become a tool so I can help others who are going through what I've gone through or are going through so that we can draw people to Jesus Christ. My friend, that is a great reason not, not to complain about your affliction. Why don't you trust God? Why don't you just trust that God knows what he's doing? And say, okay, God, I don't understand. I don't always agree with it, but I know that the Lord is doing the right thing. And if you trust him and use it as a tool, that affliction can become a blessing. Is it bad that God afflicts us? Absolutely not. It's what allows us to be used by him in a greater way. Well, my friend, I hope this is a help to you today. Now, let's remember this weekend and all on tomorrow, rest of the day and Saturday and Sunday, let's be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great weekend, my friend.